Hey guys. Um, oh wait, hang on. Sorry. Great morning, everybody. Great morning. Um, yeah. So I'm riding solo the next couple of weeks. Um, not really solo. Um, I got a a guest uh, co-host that'll be with me. Um, we're probably gonna do a couple of things different the next couple of weeks. Uh, Caleb is. MIA right now. Um, I don't know where he's at. Uh, so you guys might need to go do a search and rescue for him. Uh, but he'll he'll find his way back in about two weeks, and then we can uh, figure what's going on. Um, but this week, uh, I'm going to have my wife on, uh, Lindsay Kautzman. Uh, oh, sorry, Lindsay Walla. Oh, man, that's her maiden name. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, Lindsay Wallow, my uh, amazing, beautiful wife that keeps me in check. Um, so, yeah, we're just going to get into the uh, into the episode, guys. All right, guys. Uh, like I said uh, in the intro there, uh going to have uh, my wife, Lindsay Wallow, as my guest co-host for the next couple of episodes until Caleb can find his way back to life. Um, So yeah, this episode we're going to interview her a little bit, just talk about um, some of the things she's doing, um, how she's juggling uh, between her side hustles, work, family life, and the worst of all myself. Uh, So yeah, with further ado... uh, this is my wife, Lindsay Wallow. Hello, hello. Feel so honored to finally have made it onto the podcast. Thirty <laughs> some episodes in. What a pleasure. Thanks to Caleb for being gone. Okay. Thanks for that. <laughs> uh so um Lindsay, why don't you tell the audience uh, you know, just who you are, what you do? And why you do what you do. Okay, so, like Cooper said, um, I, well, I'm Cooper's wife. Um, mom to our two amazing little kiddos um, is the most important. I love love the crazy life that they give us. Um, and then I also work my full-time job at Apex Physical Therapy and Wellness Center as the Director of Operations and Marketing stuff on the side as well um, went through them. Um, and then like you mentioned, I have two small side hustles that are currently pretty small, but I have been selling 31, um, bags for about bags, purses. It's not just that, but for, geez, I can't even remember anymore. Seven ish years, maybe. And then I've also been an independent consultant with Arbon for, probably about a year and a half. I lose track. I don't know. I forget, but yeah. So that's what I do. So you're big time. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, no. Uh, Okay. So Lindsay, why don't you, um, can we, can we just talk about, so 31, like how that all came about? Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, back before you and I were even married, I think we were probably engaged at the time. If not, we were at least together. But um, 
I didn't even really, I did not consider anything, any direct marketing company at all really at the time. And it wasn't something that I was actively seeking, but I had gone to a party that somebody had invited me to and loved the products. Um, had a lot of family members and friends that loved the products and it just sort of kind of fell in my lap and I thought, well, sure, why not? I don't know. Let's just do it. It was a very small investment to start it. And I thought, oh, this might be kind of fun. Give me something to do. Um, in my downtime and maybe earn a little extra money. And obviously back then downtime had a very different meaning than it does now with two kids (laughs) and, uh, a husband. But, um, Yeah, I just kind of thought it'd be something fun and give me something new and different and get me out of my comfort zone a little bit. Not something that I usually like to do. I definitely am not a salesperson by any means. Um, And I also don't really love talking in front of groups of people. And at the time um, I started 31, that was one of the biggest ways to get sales and get in front of people was having in-home parties. Um, now I would say it's obviously moved a little bit towards, not even a little bit, a lot towards online and like Facebook parties and stuff. Everybody's probably been invited to one or seen one. Um, so yeah, it also kind of challenged me a little bit and got me out of my comfort zone, but mostly was just fun and a way to earn a little extra income at the time. Nice. Nice. So why, so this is going on seven years now. So why have you still kept... 31 as one of your side gigs? Mostly just because um, I'll be completely transparent with you that right now I don't really put a lot of time and effort into it. Um, It's just a little too hard sometimes with everything else that I have going on. But I have so many um, loyal customers that continue to purchase from me. Um, which is great. And I really appreciate that. Um, so it's really not costing me much money to stay active as a 31 consultant. And I continue to have, um, people reach out to me and wanting to order. Um, so I just continue to do it because that's kind of, it's really a low maintenance side gig for me right now. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so let's talk about your transition um, to Arbonne. Like, what what sparked your interest into adding Arbonne to one of your side gigs? Yeah, so like I said a little bit ago, I have been doing Arbonne for about a year and a half, roughly. Um, And the first thing that really sparked my interest into it, I had a... Um, old high school, well, might have been, yeah, high school classmate who had been posting about it on social media and, um, promoting her Arbonne business and it kept catching my eye and I kept going back to it. And the biggest reason that I kept getting drawn to it was because Arbonne has such an extremely high standard for the quality of their products. So, um, I'm not sure if many people know much about some of this stuff, but here in the United States, they do not ban very many ingredients from the products that people use, whether it is cosmetic products, um, 
health products, the food that we're eating, anything like that, they don't ban very many products. And I am totally flaking off the top of my head how many that they do ban. But the most important thing to know is that Arbonne bans over 2,000 ingredients from their products. So as... um. As a mom of two young kids and trying to be as health conscious as I can, at the time I just kept seeing not only this person post, but some other people post stuff about changing out um, everyday products that you're using in your house between um, cleaning products, um, laundry detergent, um, and to the stuff that we're putting on our skin, uh, health products, all that all that kind of stuff, changing out to cleaner products. So I kept getting drawn to that. And the biggest thing that I, that was the biggest thing that I loved about these Arbonne Arbonne products was that their ingredients were clean. Um, So the gal that I knew that was selling them, I had had some conversations with her and I, I, I started out with buying a few products and then obviously I loved the products and eventually decided to take the dive and become an independent consultant because there again, just like 31 to start it, it was super, super low, um, investment and I was going to get the best discount. And at the end of the day, I figured, well, if I don't even do much as far as selling this, because again, I don't feel that I'm a salesperson and I'm not always the greatest at those things. At the end of the day, I'm getting these extremely amazing products at such a great discount. And if that's all that it ever is, then that's all that it ever is. And I was fine with that. So that was kind of my uh, way into Arbonne. It's a long way. (laughs) Cool. So can you talk about why, um, you know, I've been seeing you doing this Arbonne thing and it's been really cool and really neat to see, um, you know, just your, your progression um, from, you know, not being a salesperson to slowly starting to do things out of your, out of your comfort zone. Um, can you talk about, um, like why you're so active with Arbonne compared to 31? Yeah. So I guess I would say, um, like I mentioned, I've been selling 31 for a while quite a bit longer than I have Arbonne. So at the time when I got into Arbonne, it was something, again, new and exciting. And the thing about selling Arbonne versus 31 is Arbonne has products that are consumed. So it's everyday products between your body wash, your face wash, your lotion, hand soap, makeup, um, all those types of things to the nutrition side of it, um, protein powders, um, prebiotics, probiotics, all those types of things that are actually consumable. So therefore, obviously, when people buy those products, they're more apt to continue to keep buying them because they become a part of their everyday routine. And they're things that people are already buying at Target, Ulta, wherever, um, except when they're purchasing through me, they're choosing to um, support my small business. Um, So... That is a little bit easier sometimes to sell. I mean, I have people that um, 
have bought 31 many, many times from me in the past too, and they continue to buy it, but it's not a consumable product. So it's a little different in the way that it's sold. Um, also, there's just a, a few other of the perks for being an independent consultant with Arbon that is a little bit better than 31. So um, it's kind of a little better incentive for me. Um, and I also just really enjoy the community of people and, um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of why, I guess. I don't know if that really was a good Can, answer. But. Oh, it's, it's fine. It was great. <laughs> it was great. Love it. Love it. Can you talk about the, what it was like being, you know, or I should say, is it leveling up or getting to the next, next level of Arbonne? Mm -hmm. Just kind of how that, or just talk about the night, like all that craziness that happened. I had went to sleep, everybody, and she was still up grinding. Yeah, so I guess I didn't even mention that at the beginning that I said I was an independent consultant with Arbonne, but I'm also a district manager, which is um, the one of four levels of promotion. So in Arbonne, there's only four different levels to promote to, which is pretty great because some um, – other of these direct marketing companies, there's a lot of levels to get to the top. But in Arbonne, there's four. And the first um, the first level of promotion is called district manager, which is where I'm at. Um, and I had I did not become a district manager until, I don't know, it was probably 8 to 12 months into my Arbonne business. I don't, I'm really bad at keeping track of dates like that. But um, so it wasn't very early in the beginning just because I wasn't, I didn't really have that mentality of like wanting to be huge into selling it. But, um, I slowly started to just see like, this could really be beneficial to me and my family. And obviously the biggest reason behind it is I want to get these amazing products into other people's hands. And I know people are looking and searching and wanting products that are better for their family and themselves, um, cleaner products. So if I have something that is that for them, obviously I want to help them get into their hands and into their house. Um, so I had started to tell myself, like, I think I'm going to really try to get to the district manager level. At least, um, there's obviously some boosts for on my end of things that it helps, um, and gives to me if I get to another promotion, just like any other job, if you get a promotion, there's usually some sort of incentive behind it. Um, so yeah, it was the last day of the month. So it was the last day for me. I had qualified the month before. So if you qualify, then the next month you have to meet certain criteria to get, that promotion. And it was the last day of the month. And, um, my upline was doing a pretty awesome promote, uh, uh, promotion for customers because she was trying to get to the very top level of the company, which is amazing. Um, she's so amazing. And, um, so she was kind of helping me with some stuff and I was just really determined. I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this tonight. And like Cooper said, he went to bed and I had not gotten it yet. Um, and I believe if I remember right, it was a Sunday night. And so I had to work the next day, but I, and so I was tired, but I was just like, I'm going to do this. I was texting people, reaching out and I was like, Hey, like I'm offering this, 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 whatever, trying to reach the next level. Um, and yeah, sure enough, I finished it that night and Cooper woke up and about, um, I think his jaw fell to the floor. I don't know. I think he was surprised. I don't know if he didn't have the faith in me or what it was, but <laughs> 
but no, he was super excited for me. So that was fun. Um, yeah. And so I'm still at that district manager level, but that was fun to see the next promotion. First of all, promotion. I was, I didn't, I did not, not have faith. It was just, I went to sleep and you guys were kind of like still far off. So I was just like, okay, like, you know, we'll see how, you know, how bad she wants it. And yeah, I woke up getting ready to go to the gym and I asked and she said, yeah, we made it. I was like, what? I was excited. So I don't know why you got to put me on blast like that. Um, Can you talk about some things that you're doing um, or things that are taking you out of your comfort zone? Like you talked about, you know, that both 31 and Arbonne um, have made you do things that you normally wouldn't do. Can you talk about what some of those things are? Yeah. Well, one of the things, I mean, um, obviously if we all have something that we like or love or we, um, that we stand behind, like we obviously want to put it out there. Like one of the easiest things that I can think of is probably every mom that I have on any social media platform, we're always posting pictures and videos and cute things of our kids because we love them and we think they're the best and everybody should see them and and we love it. Who doesn't love to scroll social media and see these cute kids doing funny things and whatever? So obviously people are going to do that. Well, it's the same thing with a product. Like it's no different than marketing for any other company, like I said, Target or anything. Of course they're putting, they are, um, they're sending out stuff in the mail and doing advertisements. You see commercials. Well, I mean, it comes down to the, you're scrolling your phone and those ads are following you because they're trying to get in front of you. Well, these, um, direct marketing companies are no different except that they take out the middleman and they pay us to be consultants to do that kind of stuff. So they don't have to pay for advertising and all that other stuff, which is super smart. And that's why it's really irritating sometimes when they get a bad rep, because honestly, that's all they're doing. They're, they're like no other business except they take out all that middle stuff rather than paying somebody else to do it. And they pay consultants to do it and to sell their products. So that leads me to like posting on social media. Um, it's not something that I love to do because I know some people get annoyed by it and it can be annoying sometimes, but honestly, like if you're annoyed with it and don't want to see it, there could be way worse things. And I guess, I don't know, maybe just don't follow me then. Um, but that's one thing that does kind of get me out of my comfort zone just because I, I don't want people to be annoyed and I don't want to always feel like I'm throwing it in front of people's faces. But again, if it's something that I love and I think other people could benefit from and love as well and can give them hope and health for their future, then I'm not going to just keep it to myself and keep it quiet and think I'm the only one that needs these products because um, probably everybody else could use these products and it's probably already products they are using except they're purchasing from a big box store. So that gets me out of my comfort zone a little bit just posting on social media because it's one of those things sometimes where you're like, oh gosh, what is everybody going to think of me? And Lindsay's posting her Arbonne stuff all the time. But if it's something that I'm passionate about, um, that gets me um, wanting to do it a little bit more. And then uh, the one thing that definitely gets me out of my comfort zone is doing Facebook lives or Instagram lives. I do not like that. I don't even like to hear myself or see myself on video, even 
anything like that. But again, it gets my face in front of people, gets me an easy, easy, easy way to um, get the information out there. Um, and I normally just have our little four-year-old daughter help me because then she's so cute and brings a little fun to it. But that gets me out of my comfort zone. And then also just reaching out to people and talking about the products. Um, like I mentioned in the beginning, I'm not a salesperson and you aren't even wanting to be a salesperson when you're selling products like this in any sort of direct marketing company because it's the passion and the reason behind it. And if you're passionate about it, it'll not be salesy. So I don't refer to myself as a salesperson, but <laughs> I mean, when you're doing this kind of stuff, it just kind of feels like it. And so reaching out to people and talking to them about stuff that I love um, can be hard because again, like I said, we're always sometimes wondering what other people are thinking of us and it's hard to overcome that sometimes and just think that you don't need to worry about what people think of you. Um, so those types of things. And then also some of the stuff that gets me out of my comfort zone too is like when we have these Zoom meetings and stuff with our team, um, basically my entire team that I'm on is not, nobody lives near me Um they don't even live in North Dakota. So they're all from all different parts of the United States and the world. So it's fun to, um, connect with other people. Um, but again, I'm sometimes a more shy person and would be kind of the type that would just kind of sit quietly in a room. So that gets me out of my comfort zone with new people and, um, gets me, uh, chatting with them and stuff. So. Yeah, I was just gonna, um, ask you to talk a little bit about that. Now, that's one thing, <clears throat> Um, well, there's been a lot of things I've noticed between 31 and Arbon is Arbon has, um, you know, whether they're weekly or biweekly calls, um, where you've got people talking about, um, you know, motivation or, or things to help start, you know, jumpstart your business. Can you talk about what that has done for you in, um, growing you as a person? Yeah, so it's really fun because, like I said, the community in Arbonne is honestly really amazing. It's really amazing, and that was part of what drew me to that. Um, with 31, we don't do too many um, uh, things together. I mean, we do, but it was nothing. Like, Arbonne kind of takes it to another level, so... I have absolutely loved that, like, all the women, and there are men, too, that sell Arbon, but I don't know of any, like, in my direct team. Um, so, um, they, uh, all the ladies in it are super, super, um, I can't even think of the right word, but they're really inspiring to me because they're all trying to grow themselves personally and professionally and they are just the type of women that I want to be around that are uplifting. And I mean, we all know as women and obviously as men too, but it's easy to just like judge people. And, um, there's always that saying like people that are being, that are mean to others or however it goes is there a lot of times just, um, jealous of you or want maybe what you have, but these, the women that are in Arbonne are super, super passionate and just uplifting everybody. And they would be there for you for anything. And they're also really trying to grow themselves personally, which is definitely an area that I have tried to get better at, um, personal development and that kind of stuff that, um, just helps you in your overall life and obviously will, 
automatically help you in your business when you're um, growing yourself personally. So those are some of the reasons and just some of the stuff that we do with Arbon that is really awesome. It's just fun to have a fun to have a really good group of women that you can relate to and that kind of want to go on the same path as you. Um, and I've noticed that with other companies too, that people are in, I have some friends that sell other products that are, um, in the same type of work. Um, and it just seems like there's lots, that's one of the biggest things is the community is can't be beat. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. So can you, um, <clears throat> you know, as a wife, uh, kids of or mother of two kids um how are you able to juggle and keep your sanity Mm -hmm. that's a good question because most days I don't feel like I am doing that um definitely (laughs) not keeping my sanity some days but um no I guess I would just say that for right now, um, and this definitely might not be the right answer. And they don't say um, it. <laughs> some people might think otherwise, but I just try to um, try to keep my expectations fairly low. Which, again, like talking about personal growth and stuff, might not might not be the best to not just like have high expectations and think and have bigger goals. But right now, in the time of my life, in the place in our uh, the place that our family is in, um, Cooper's got a few, um, irons in the fire right now that he's working on big things. Um, that the, the best thing is that we usually just, the biggest thing is just to have the communication between the two of us and to know like, okay, when I want to get certain things done or hop on an Arbonne call or whatnot. Um, but just, I don't, have my expectations real super high with it and right now I'm just kind of trying to stay afloat and do what I can but also realize that I do have a full-time job that I go to five days a week 40 some hours um and then two kids and everything else that comes in between that and I know there are other amazing women that are able to make their business explode while doing those same things but for me right now it's just um, just too much. So I just try to keep myself level-headed and remind myself that I am not going to be able to put in 30-some hours a week into my Arbon business. So I just set smaller goals and try to try to excel at those. Nice, nice, nice. Let's let's talk about uh, some some of your goals. Um, you know what. You know what? Um, you know, one year, three, five year goals. Um, have you set or are you thinking about? Well, I would obviously love to at least promote to the next level in Arbon eventually. Um, I'm not going to say in one year because it definitely probably could happen. But um, I guess I haven't completely sat down and thought about that. But it would be great to promote to the next level, um, and then. Also, just um, basically, I don't know, remaining active in both of those, um, in 31 and Arbon, and seeing what I could do. I would eventually like to put a little more time and effort into both, um, but that would also require 
taking away time from something else, no, depending on what that would be. But, um, yeah, so I don't know. That's kind of it. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> what, so what are some things that you're doing to help, um, grow you personally? You, you, you know, you have the, the calls with your Arbon team. Like, is there anything else that, um, that you're doing? Um, I try to read. Um, that's the other great thing about our Arbon um, weekly calls is that at the end of every month we have a book club call. So oh, kind of like us. Yeah, kind of like oh, you guys. Love it. Love and it. actually, some of the books that you guys have read have lined up with some of theirs. But they usually our team picks one book a month, and then if you read it, and even if you didn't read it, you can jump on the call at the end of the month and just talk about it. And so that's something that I've tried to encourage myself to do, just because. I am not. I haven't read as much as I would like to because it's hard to find the time. And then when I do have the time, if I'm physically reading the book, I honestly fall asleep because by that time of the night is when I'm usually reading. I'm tired. <laughs> Stop it. So I've found that if I do audiobooks, I can get them done a little easier because I can use my time in the car or whatever it might be, putting some doing something around the house where I could just put my AirPods in and listen to a book. But, um, so I try to read and then, um, listen to some podcasts. And then besides that right now, not a ton. Um, have there been any, uh, you know, on this journey with 31 and Arbonne, have there been any like key relationships that you've made along the way that that's, um, helped you on your journey? Um, trying to think specifically. There's a couple people on my Arbon team that I have definitely made some relationships with. Um, and like I mentioned before, they don't live anywhere near me or around me. So at this time I haven't even met them because like I mentioned, I've been doing Arbon for about a year and a half and let's be honest, pr practically the last year we have been in COVID land, so I have not met any of those people, um, but I obviously see them on Zoom and online and stuff, but, and then also some really great relationships with some of the customers that have continued to purchase with me, um, sometimes people that I maybe have known, did know prior to Arbon, but then once they um, reached out to me and started purchasing, it just gives you another level of um, interest and then you just start to grow with those people too on a different level. Um, yeah, I'd say that's kind of the main relationships that I've built. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, can you <clears throat> talk about, um, you know, like what, what advice, um, you know, with, with where you're at now, um, in your life right now, you know, with your current nine to five, you know, married two kids, you got two side hustles. Like, is there anything you would want to tell your, um, 18 year old self? Uh, well, I'm only 21, so I don't have that many more years over 18. <laughs> Why would you We're say that? We're still young, aren't we? Well, you're going to turn the big three oh before me, so. No, no, yep. no. Um, what would I tell my younger self? Gosh, I hear you guys ask that to your 
um, the people you interview every week. And I've never put that question on myself. Um, I guess sometimes I would just think start earlier than, Mm. and stop always contemplating things and putting the excuses out there before they've even happened. That's the biggest thing. Like we can always give ourselves excuses. And I even think that now, like I always tell myself, Oh, well I have two kids. I work full time. I have this, this, and this. Well, usually almost every other person that I talk to or other families obviously have the same thing. And then some, they have more things on top of that than I even have to deal with. So I hate to give myself that excuse sometimes. Like Cooper always says, everybody has 24 hours in the day. It just depends how you're using it. So um, I guess I would just tell myself to start earlier and just have the confidence and just go for it. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. This was this was good. This was good. Um, you want you want to tell uh, our listeners how you keep Cooper Wallow in check? I don't know how I do that most days. That takes out. <laughs> I mentioned I have twenty four hours in the day. That takes out twenty two of the hours. Oh wow! And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he's you. You are you do you keep yourself in check most days. You're better than I am with a lot of the stuff but you still take a lot of my energy seriously <laughs> unbelievable uh, anyways um no this was this was great um you want to tell the audience where they can link up with you yeah if you just head over to all of cooper's pages and then you'll <laughs> find my name <laughs> you can just click on me there and follow me no i'm just kidding i'm on facebook Lindsay Wallow, um, Instagram. I don't even know what my name is. L Wallow, maybe my handle, whatever you call it. I'm not sure. Um, You're yeah. supposed to know that freak. I know. I know. Like, sorry. I, unbelievable. Like I said, people probably follow you, so they they can find they can find me. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, anything else you want to add? Um, no, I don't think so. You sure? Yeah, is there something I'm supposed to add? This might this might be changed to shipbuilding with Cooper and Lindsay. Yeah. Tell my par- tell my partner I said that. What's Caleb gonna think of that? He'd probably be okay with that, so you didn't have to hear from me anymore. Oh man, um, I like to give these two a little grief on their podcast sometimes and critique them. So I'm surprised they invited me on. Yeah. So if you guys, well, they didn't. Caleb didn't, but Cooper we... did. <laughs> if you guys want to know. Uh... The level of uh, disrespect that happens. Uh, you could probably just message Caleb and just ask. Um, she usually comes at him first, and then I get the, you know, the rest of it. But it's all good. It's all love. It's all love. Yep. Uh, but uh, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Mm, Cooper's uh, gonna get that in there. Ship. <laughs> <laughs> like Caleb said, he loves it. He wants everybody to subscribe, Ship- which you should. They're shipbuilding with Cooper and. I think it's Lindsay? Caleb. Oh, is it Lindsay? No. Okay. Shipbuilding no, with Cooper. It's Caleb. Shipbuilding with Cooper and Caleb. Um, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Um, thanks, babe. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully um, people enjoyed it. I'm not a super excite, exciting person, but but, but we can try to entertain a little bit. But it's all it's all good. Maybe we should, this should be our moment where we see if Caleb can get Shoshana on here. 
Yes, I think she should be next. You sh- she should be next, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we should have a, wi- a wives tell all <laughs> on here. Anyways, um, thanks again for listening, guys. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye.